0: Everybody, and welcome along to our bonus coverage here from Watkins Glen International. It is the Sailor's Six Hours uh, weekend. And what is a sports car or an endurance weekend without the addition of Porsche? I'm waiting. It is the Porsche Deluxe Carrera Cup North America, second free practice. The green flag's just been thrown. You've missed absolutely nothing at all in this live coverage. We've got 38 minutes of the 40 still remaining, and it's exclusively live here on IMSA Radio. The
1: Porsche Carrera Cup North America on IMSA Radio.
0: Just in time to hear the first cars come past our Global Broadcast Centre. The flat sixes singing away nicely after a session this morning that went by without any incident. And we have 34 of the 35 cars out on the circuit. Joining me, John Heindorf, here in the IMSA Global Broadcast Centre, is Sheer Adam. We said this this morning, but bringing our live audience up to date, as well as those perhaps who've just arrived at the track share it's been a wee while since we've seen these cars
1: it has been the last time that we were treated to the flat six engine cacophony of music was on the streets of miami for the grand prix well the streets of the miami uh, stadium at the very least as uh, (laughs) much street as you can get in a parking lot but they put on a show for us and riley dickinson swept the weekend once again meaning that coming into this weekend's race he has won five out of six on the season And leads the championship by 54 points over Tom Sargent. And then in third, Will Martin. So a very closely contested battle as far as the front three are concerned. But they've pulled away. And Riley Dickinson has pulled away more than anyone else. He also did that this morning.
0: I was going to say this morning he was down to a 48-9. He was the only driver within the 1 minute 48 seconds. 49 flat for Will Martin. In second in the number nine car from JDX's teammate Alex Sedgwick, originally from Southam in the UK Midlands. That's the number 98 JDX car with a 49.5. Also on a 49.5, McElroy Racing's Tom Sargent in the number 17. All of these pro-class cars. MDK Motorsports, 49.6 for Jason Hart in fifth in the top six rounded off by michael cooper for accelerating performance in the classes efren castro was quickest in pro-am in a very creditable 10th position for kelly moss racing in that number 65 car and in the Am category john getz and mark varme uh, battled it out actually throughout the session and john got the decision 25th overall for the number 57 wright motorsports car with a 158 151.8 second lap. Slightly different weather conditions. It's actually a bit warmer in the air, and it's a lot warmer on the track. 21 Celsius in the air, 37 on the track but wow. we have had one or two sprinkles that track temperature continues to rise even though we haven't had what i would call direct sunlight on the track
1: no it, it's been very much skewed and diffused as the cloud cover has basically been constant there is blue sky now but that's well off to the east hopefully it does make its way over the track uh, just following up with something that we talked about in the earlier session was john getz and his great performance in the am category this morning now he's not leading the points the points leader is Mark Whame, who has 52 more than Scott Noble. Uh, it's Michael Merritt in third, and then John Getz in fourth for the points. But John is a man from this region of the world, as in the Northeast. But thank you, Tom Moore. The track that he calls home, Lime Rock. Right. You were wrong, John. We had okay. two options, and we picked the wrong one. Well, on no, you
0: one. Said, but it's fair. You said he would have done club racing around this area, and he yep. would have probably raced at one or both of them. Yes. So I'm going to give you i'm gonna give you a half a point at least. Oh,
1: thank you I'll, t- I'll take every half point i can get yeah um but efren castro fastest this morning as you rightly said well within the top 10. he does lead the points in pro-am he is the one who's got the biggest battle on his hands as far as any of our championship leaders coming into this race because and that includes teams by the way as well the the team championship is more of a runaway than pro-am efren castro is 125. marco chironi has 116 Moisey Retsky is on 98 all three of those drivers very much alive in the championship and then Jeff Mosing in fourth on 79 he's not out of it either now I mentioned the team Kelly Moss leads they have 142 McElray Racing is 114 and they're in second so considering this is their first season in this championship I'm very impressed by that performance.
0: Riley Dickinson straight to work with a Uh
1: 49.6.
0: And that takes him to the top of the shot. Mark Cavarmi goes, now where did he go? For a moment he was leading, but Jeff Morsey has improved as well. He's got up the seventh of the number 56 top racing car. And John Goetz goes ahead of Mark Cavarmi again, and he's inside the top 15. Again? John is really dialed in this weekend. Well done, sir.
1: He's doing a great job as John gets getting his mojo back, representing Wright Motorsports, a team that's had a lot of success in this championship, winning it several times in the old iteration of things, back when it was the GT3 Cup. But Michael McCann is another driver who feels very confident this weekend, John. And he has set the purple, i.e., the fastest Sector 1, two times around now. He's just getting faster in that sector and he's gone faster than anyone else has.
0: Shea Adam and John Heindorf in the Global Broadcast Centre with just on 32 minutes still to go. Good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are. Coming up to eight o'clock in Central Europe. So many of you I'm supposing will be home from your Days work and settling in Um, the rest of the afternoon includes uh, our first look at the Michelin pilot challenge yeah and i'm really excited for that that's a big field of cars and uh, that comes up uh, after the lamborghini jeremy we're looking after lamborghini so 3:40 local time that's 9:40 if you're in europe 8:40 if you're in the UK, we'll be on air a couple of minutes
1: Ha-ha. before that. Michael McCann has dethroned Riley Dickinson. He oh, has gone to the top really? of 149.606. Who was that that just fired back? It's Jason Hart, who now has the fastest time through Sector 1 by a scant 1,000th of a second ahead of the time of Michael McCann. Good effort there by Jason.
0: As always, if you want to get in touch with Cher and myself, it's at imza Radio
1: on Twitter at Speculation for you. Uh, Back your girl.
0: It's it's easy, I think it's easier just to to get on the uh, on the studio vision cool. one. Uh, we've got blue sky coming in uh, from our left.
1: Uh, the weather's moving in from the south, mm. um, which so is good. Yes, that is good. Um, Ryan Yardley just went to the top of the charts in car number seventy eight one forty nine five oh four, and Riley is responding his best time is a tenth and a half of what ryan yardley has done now that's not a name we've called so far this year john for being at the top of the charts so welcome to the club ryan yardley yeah very good glad to see we're getting more people coming up and uh fighting it out we've got 20 cars in the pro class this weekend
0: extraordinary it's wonderful And, and i i don't mind saying this uh and in fact both jeremy and i have said this for some time when the championship moved over to becoming Carrera Cup rather than the GT3 Cup challenges it had been for many years. Jeremy and I were a bit concerned. We wondered where all the pro drivers were going to come from, the young pros. And we were wrong. We were absolutely wrong. So well done to everybody at Porsche Motorsport North America who've pushed this format through and pushed it on and grown it to the biggest Carrera Cup in the world we had the biggest grid ever at sebring i think last year when Mm. we had 42 cars
1: riley pitted he Ah. did a best sector one and a overall best sector two and then came into the pit lane which means that will martin has now had the door open for him to go to the top of the charts the number nine car from jdx racing ryan Yardley, is improving though this lap and looks to go back to the top here
0: Mark Kwame just uh, set a new overall best in the AM category. That didn't last long. John Getz followed him around (laughs) and takes it back, and he's down into the 51s now. John Getz then up with a 51-9. Mark Kwame with a 52-4.
1: Sean Varwick is in third. Travis Wiley's in fourth. Michael McCann is in fifth. And all of a sudden, Riley, who is in the pit lane, is in sixth. I wonder if he did sighting laps, John, and he just came in for a set of stickers.
0: Well, let's not forget, tyres are not an unlimited resource this weekend. That's true.
1: That is true.
0: And, and one of the things that we'll need to keep our eye out, and so will you, uh, dear listener and viewer, because we have full, live, and unblocked video coverage on the World Feed for you of uh, the two races this weekend, is who saves the stickers for the second race. Yep who um,
1: starts on the qualifying tires for race one
0: correct you do have to set two good lap times in qualifying and that does mean sometimes we see people use two sets of tires and
1: but then you don't have new tires for the second race then you don't you have, have
0: new tires for the second race
1: one heat cycle tires for the second race alex sedgwick by the way sorry i was just impressed with the lap time that he was doing overall best sector one personal best sector two still about three tenths off the overall best sector 2 that we've seen. So he's losing a bit of speed through that middle portion of the track. He's very quick through the fastest part of the track, the beginning bit. And then personal best sector 3, but it was not good enough to move him up. He still sits. P5. The car might be a little bit too trimmed out in that sense. he's losing uh, downforce through sector 2 and 3. Into the pits comes Michael Cooper once again. It's his third trip down the pit lane so far in this practice session. 27 minutes remaining. New tires for Michael Cooper. Mont- quality run, maybe?
0: Mm-hmm. Next time out, is qualifying, isn't it? Yes. For these guys. And Tomorrow what,
1: morning. Uh, conditions are going to be so much different. We don't know. That's that's the it truly The, the track will thing. not
0: be as warm as it is now
1: definitely not will will not be as warm but it could be wet yeah so maybe they're still trying to get a good read on the car well michael cooper has never done a lap in anger in a cup car on new tires this is a new experience for him as well so this is a driver who's multi-time champion in other facets and forms of racing he's very much coming up to speed uh i think james hinchcliffe said drinking from the fire hose in mazda mx5 cup racing this is a fire hose on steroids for michael cooper Scrabbing the bull by the horns. Ah, uh, see what I did there? Baby bull racing. Accelerating performance, Moisey Retsky. You're welcome, Moisey.
0: Get your coat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the top three then. In fact, the top four, four of the big name teams. JDX, McIlroy, Top Racing and Kelly Moss. And you've got to say for McIlroy Racing coming into this competition yes they've got experience in Porsche Carrera equipment in other parts of the world they've got a really good job this year oh,
1: they have really been surprising and in and, and, and a great way uh, with Tom Sargent finishing second in the first five races consecutively I just noticed something though John on mm-hmm. the schedule tomorrow's race ends five minutes from now ah. if I was starting this practice session I would have sent my driver out there on very used tires and said hang on to it for the end of the race this is what you're going to get this is what it's going to feel like You need to be able to win when it feels like this. That would have been a valuable lesson for someone. Mm -hmm. Surely someone thought about that. Um, Marco Cironi is the slowest of our drivers. That does not make sense. Marco is a guy vying for the Pro-Am Championship. He has experience here running at the Glen, coming from just across the border. I'm really surprised to see Marco down in the final position. Now, he did get a podium in the race here last year as Scott Noble is continuing slowly from turn six. That's coming into the, well, where he would be would be the laces of the boot going into the toe of the boot as he is now. Um, But that, it doesn't add up to me. Marco Cironi being uh, off pace. So Marco, if you could please fix that, I would really appreciate it. Thank you very much. I'm
0: sure he and the team would uh, say exactly The same thing in the classes Efren Castro, 14th in the number 65, Kelly Kelly Moss, 150.3 and improving. Jeff Mosing into second in that category, the Pro Arm in the 56, Uh, 150.6. Dan Clark, who had problems with the Nola Sport Rice Nichols car uh, in the first session, uh, didn't turn a competitive lap. He is now 15th in the Pro class, 17th overall. 51-1 51-1 his best and John get still holds on to 22nd position overall but first in the arm category with a 151-7 that's how it stands with 24 minutes still to go
1: a lot of cars coming into the pit lane right now wondering if this is a about good, halfway through aren't we yeah it's it's a good reset moment for some of the teams perhaps not getting the most out of the cars that they would want as Jeff Mosing has come into the box with Dan Clark right in front of him. Who was that who just stopped a little bit further back? I think that was Stefan Rudzinski.
0: Which one? The white one? Yeah. Is that no, number that's 13? Um Or that. no, Varun Choxie? Uh, that's Marcian. It's, oh. it's the number 72.
1: 72. Huh. And back into the pit lane is one of the accelerating performance Porsches, but this is the other one. This is Moise As we just had a spinner out on the track. Uh, let's see. Who was that? Car number twenty-five. I don't actually think two. We have a twenty-five. No, twenty-two. It twenty-two. Yep. It threw me for a loop there.
0: Uh, yeah. And they went as they went for the loop. As they went for the loop. Yeah. So that would have been.
1: We don't have a I twenty-two. Don't have twenty-two either. See, Do car two.
0: Maybe it was two spinning that quickly that no. Sean could Varwig. The numbers. We have a two and a twenty. Did they get together?
1: Could have been Sean Varwig at turn five.
0: Uh, car, two, car 2 spun at turn 5. There yeah. we go. So it was Sean Varwick.
1: Philip uh, Martian. Philip
0: Martian, by the way. Yeah. Leaving the, the pits now. From um, Finksburg in the Goldcrest Motorsport. Goldcrest have come on really well. They started, uh, with, uh, they've done other forms of Porsche racing with the uh, Porsche Cup challenges, the sprint challenges. And. Stuck their toe in the water here a couple of seasons ago when we still had the split categories and they were running the 991.2. And they've transitioned into the new car very nicely indeed. And uh, running Grady Willingham as well, of course, in the number 21 car.
1: They've become a bit of AM class specialists. They have. And it really has translated well. Uh, The team based out of Georgia doing very good work, as you say, for many years across many different variations of the championship. The two has made it back into the pits. That is uh, Sean Varwick. The right rear of the car is not deformed, but it is black scuff marked. So I wonder if maybe uh, Sean just happened to make it a little bit further off the track near the tires but the bodywork is still all pointing in the right direction at least as far as i can see from here as mark comic now decides to get things going once again and he departs the mdk motorsports pit box all of their crew guys wearing bright red with black pants they look like um, milwaukee tool guys it's kind of amusing very nice uniformity though I, i applaud that
0: 21 minutes to go, so we're a minute away from half time. Will Martin still has the best time, with that 1 minute 49.4? Also on a 49.4, just 0.039 of a second behind Tom Sargent in second. Ryan Yardley's just gone back out. He's all of 0.006 of a second behind the Matalari Racing driver. Uh, then Kelly Moss behind the top racing car, 0.05 seconds. of a second, so that means that the top, in fact, let's add in Travis Wiley as well, the top five are separated by 0.134 of a second, top six by 0.167, as Riley Dickinson's just improved, Alex Sedgwick's in the pits, he's 0.173 away from the best time, and Michael McCann in eighth is 0.176 away, 0.176, not 1.76, not 1.176, no, no, 0.176, a tenth and a quarter until Michael Cooper has blown that out of the water (laughs) with a 49-2 to put almost a tenth and a half on the field. So the gap that was between, fact, it's over a tenth and a half, the gap that was between the top seven is now the gap between first and second. It's still tiny, tiny margins. But Michael Cooper has absolutely nailed that last lap.
1: Hello, Michael. Nice of you to catch up with the rest of the field. It only took him, what, an hour total of track time?
0: Absolutely. That's extraordinary decent. stuff. He's accelerated his performance, hasn't he? Oh,
1: well done. Thank See, you him. don't have to get your coat for that one. No, um, we have Will Martin, a Brit. Uh, well, Michael Cooper leading the way, an American. Will Martin, a Brit, Tom Sargent, an Aussie, and Ryan Yardley, a Kiwi, Ahead of another American in Sean Varwick. So very nice diversity being displayed in this championship as well. Ryan Yardley, I mentioned we haven't really talked about him this year. Well, his best finish was in the first race at Miami at fourth. So he has been knocking at getting close to the podium. But for Ryan, young man from uh, Christchurch, New Zealand, he is on a very steep learning curve this year, as so many of the drivers are. Five of the tracks on the schedule, five of the eight tracks, brand new to him as he's learning uh north american racing
0: john gets has gone and uh, improved his time i was gonna say come back to the top he was already at the top 151.5 we've also had elias de la Torre off for jdx racing he went off at the outer loop but has rejoined that might have been a bit scary <laughs> um time invalidated for efran castros he's pushing hard and he's pushing hard because Alan Metney has closed to within a tenth of him. So Pro Am now is the 65 Kelly Moss Racing Car for Efren Castro, then the 99 I Fly Alan Metney Kelly Moss Racing Car in second, third now Jeff Mosing in Pro Am, and fourth Moisey Oretzky.
1: I do wonder if Efren Castro and Alan Metney have dreams of each other, nightmares almost, <laughs> but just going back and forth, swapping the fastest time, uh, Efren. Alan is faster than you. Alan, Efren is faster than you. Because that has been the message going back and forth for the last two years.
0: Now we've got some debris on the track from the exit of the inner loop to turn five, the outer loop, the almost that carousel right-handed turn that you can really lean on the car using the camber of the road, the banking of the road. Through goes the number 53 of Riley Dickinson on his out lap. He's now in eighth position. This is a championship leader. There will be no panic from either Riley or from Kelly Moss. Um, Victoria, Thomas and the team have seen all this before. And Riley now a four-year veteran of this championship, which seems remarkable to say with a, a man who still is barely in his early 20s. He's
1: 23 now uh born 2002 may 11th 2002 21. 21. congratulations pop the bubbly that'll mean for the first time on ah, the podium yes you so can, can have, have proper a champagne
0: yeah. yeah same
1: goes for uh sam he, Paley, by well, the way what was his date of birth what was his may birth? 11th
0: yeah so he's, he's had a birthday this season
1: uh since miami
0: yeah yes since we saw him i knew that i just added too many i thought he was 22 going 23 he was 21 going 22. Okay. it's because he's so mature uh, it's a, it's remarkable but he's done a lot of racing and he's taken this very very seriously now and you know the the opportunity here and we still haven't had it yet but the opportunity here is for a driver from this championship any of the drivers who are under 22 are automatically into the young driver um, into the young driver scheme from Porsche And the opportunity for a driver from this championship to be selected as a porsche supported works driver Mm -hmm. in the shootout at the end of the year and the guys have really represented the usa well down through the years the usa championship well down through the years it hasn't actually happened yet but it cannot be that far away
1: and it hasn't happened yet not because of a lack of brilliant candidates
0: i totally it, agree it
1: just hasn't happened yet because maybe the opportunity hasn't been there but to be honest we've got two drivers that are in this paddock this weekend who i very easily could see driving an uh, gtp for porsche next year yeah as a result of this championship the, the, correct yeah
0: that the, uh, the, that would be
1: sub prio and yeah. kai van Berlo.
0: yeah exactly Um,
1: Nothing against Parker Thompson, but he's on the Lexus trajectory now.
0: This is only the third year of this championship as it stands. So this is only the third year that the winners of the Porsche top championship in the U.S. have been in the same equipment and crucially on the same tires as everybody that they go and compete against when they go to the shootout in October, November time. Um, Now, we do have ABS on these cars, which they don't have in the other championships, but uh, fair play to Porsche Motorsports North America. They have put aside extra cash for the selected driver to go and test extensively in a non-ABS car.
1: Jason Uh, Hart has claimed the fastest lap by a tenth over Michael Cooper, who responded, did the overall best third sector but not enough to do what Jason Hart did for MDK Motorsport. 148 933
0: Now we've got someone, another car off at turn 5
1: Yeah, uh, It's James McCann. Is it? Yep, uncle of Michael
0: uh, Yes, the 83, you're right Now I'm hearing that that is in the runoff at turn 5. Now that at the moment will be being covered by double yellows, if it can get behind the wall there, we might not have to do anything. And in fact, I'm not even seeing that this yellow flag's out at the moment, so we can't quite see that from our vantage point here on the start-finish line. So apologies if you're down there at the moment, you early birds who have turned out. (laughs) uh, And you're going, it's already behind, hang off, what are you talking about? It's already behind the wall. And hello to everybody in the turn 10 grandstand the Sir Jackie Stewart grandstand sitting over there a smattering of you the campgrounds beginning to fill up there were some very early birds here uh, yesterday and getting set up when we came in quite early this morning but I tell you what it's It's packing up pretty quickly. I think we're going to have another bumper crowd here,
1: Oh, yeah. And the Watkins Glen crowd is such a great one. Part of my favorite. So knowledgeable. Yeah. And you go on the track walk, and people are offering you beverages from their campsites. And it's part of the greatness of coming to this track on Thursdays. Oh, a great story about Jurg Bergmeister many years ago, John. (laughs) Uh, Going around the track walk. uh, Red flag is out, by the way. Uh. Going around the track, uh, explaining the track to his new to Watkins Glen teammate, Nick Tandy who was in a different car, but still, Jurg was being quite nice. And some guys over on the fence, I think it was the run into the bus stop, shouted down, Jurg, Jurg, come here, come here. Nick, of course, sees them and runs right over. He comes back with the beverage. And he goes, I'm not allowed to drink it, but I couldn't say no, they wouldn't let me say no. So he walked around for the rest of the track walk, carrying a cold one, still closed up and everything. Good. But it's just because the campers were so oh, excited to meet a hero. And that was before Nick Tandy was known as he is now, as Nick Tandy.
0: Nick's team, uh, Jotandy Racing, uh, named in honour of his brother, of course, who was a super engineer, who uh, tragically lost his life in a road accident some years ago. JTR, champion team in Porsche Carrera Cup in the UK, many times over. Well over 100 wins there. In fact, 100 wins, I think, was two or three years ago. I remember doing a piece with Nick about their 100th victory. The red flag will not stop the clock here, so it continues to count down towards 11 minutes to go, hoping that everybody has got what they wanted doing. It's Jason Hart who leads in the number 20 car from Michael Cooper in second, then Will Martin, Alex Sedgwick, Tom Sargent, Ryan Yardley, Sean Varwig, Travis Wiley, Championship leader Riley Dickinson in ninth, and rounding up the top ten, Michael McCann. Now, where's the first rookie in all of that? The rookies
1: were doing well earlier on today. So. The first rookie as far as the pro category? Yeah. Uh, Will Martin, Alex Sedgwick, Tom Sargent, Ryan Yardley. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. all new to the championship. Michael Cooper, technically.
0: Why have I not got R's next, next to them? Because this
1: is an MX-5, mm. different series. Okay. We do get the R's for uh, Mazda, we don't get them for Porsche. I want them. I want them too. Mm-hmm. Car 99, that's Alan Metney, penalty for track limits turn one. I think that's the first time I've seen Metney called for track limits though. I think you're right. You know, he's a very responsible driver. I give him a lot of credit, as far as bronze drivers are concerned. He frequently bites off a lot and manages to chew it. He ran uh, this series several years ago, and then decided that he wanted to run this series and Lamborghini. Ran both, won both championships, uh, or came second in Porsche, won the Super Trofeo that year. Decided that he wanted to run in GTD. So he's doing that this year. In addition to running in the Porsche Carrera Cup North America. On weekends where they overlap. He's just one of those guys who just loves racing. So it's not often that you see Alan Metney called for anything. Let alone a a penalty. But thankfully it's just a warning. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, 9-11 left. Ah, Porsche numbers. I just had to wait there for a moment. Uh, And... It's not gonna take too long, our AMR safety team already at the area. I, I suspect that this might, and again, I am, I'm guessing here because we can't see all that, where, oh, I can see. Now you see, because we aren't packed yet, I can see.
1: Oh, I see flashing lights yes, driving exactly. towards the bus stop. Uh,
0: there's a tractor, so there's a car under tow, so that's good news. And there's a tractor which I suspect will be doing some brushing. What color was the tractor? Oh, Big green tractor. That would obviously. be John Deere. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Jason Aldean, nice reference. Do you like um, that? But the reason I ask is the tractor companies actually are represented by whatever color they are. So uh, I've seen quite a few blue ones around here. That'd be I, th- Ford. I think it was Holland oh, is really? the uh, company that represents blue. Okay. There's green, there's yellow, there's orange um, Kubota, obviously for orange. Uh, red.
0: Tony Stewart
1: has an association with red tractors.
0: They're behind the trees, so I actually can't see them. I just caught sight of a little convoy of uh, red vehicles.
1: We had a change in Pro-Am. PJ Hyatt is the quickest Pro-Am driver. Wow. That, well that's done, PJ. It. Car number 23, it is AO Racing. It's not Rexy. Rexy is in the GTD paddock. This is a forest green AO racing Porsche. But well done, PJ. It's a great effort to get ahead of Efren Castro and Alan Metney. No matter what the situation is, fourth in class is Moisey Retsky. And fifth is Jeff Mosing. Still leading the, oh no, leading the way and AM is Scott Noble. Yeah. Car number 10. So
0: that was also, that was a, a quick jump. Yeah, John just as the red flag came out,
1: John gets second. Uh, Scott Noble's fastest lap was 13 of 14. P.J. Hyatt's was 12 of 13. Yeah, well, so, the last yeah. lap
0: is is the re- is coming in Correct. to to follow the red, isn't it? Coming off the red,
1: we've got engines fired once again.
0: I'm watching people at the top of the turn 10 grandstand who are looking back from the top of the grandstand, and hello to the young supporters at the top there. Hello, you young <laughs> fans.
1: Hope you have your protection on.
0: I could see them waving. We're over by the start line, wave at us. (laughs) Good little family groups there. And uh, gone back to green for what will be the last six minutes and 20 seconds or thereabouts of this free practice two for the Porsche Carrera Cup North America. This is the Porsche Deluxe Carrera Cup North America. All on Michelin tires, of course. And I expect to see everybody head out. Track temperature is held up at 37 Celsius. That's 99 Fahrenheit. Wow. And I'm actually quite surprised. I don't know where that's being measured here. No. But I'm actually quite surprised because we haven't had what I would call full sunshine on the track all day. It's been that kind of diffused light since we came in this
1: morning. It's the kind of light where you get sunburned
0: oh yeah and you and you haven't realized why exactly and you get back home and you jump in the shower and go on a second why why is my forehead that color
1: might have happened to me last year here Did the- as a matter of fact mm. um but this is one of those places where the diffused light it radiates down and it doesn't produce heat it just produces uv rays yeah so i can see the track temperature coming up but it just speaks to the fact that the air temperature is still so moderate that uh, we really haven't gotten that heat wave come through here yet. I think it's
0: still sitting around 70. Yeah, spot on 70 Fahrenheit, which is, what, 21 Celsius. At IMSA Radio, by the way, if you'd like to get in touch with us, don't forget you can download Andy Blackmore's uh, Spotter Guide for the Selene six hours. It's just been updated with the return of Blue and Yellow Turner Motorsport on the 96. SpotterGuides.com. If you want to uh, download that.
1: You know, that's the livery that's carried them to Victory Lane uh, three times here since 2014. So it's a good livery. It works. BMW do have a crazy success rate here for the sale in six hours of the Glen. But right now it's all about Porsches. And we have what 32 of them out on the racetrack the only ones who haven't gone back out grady willingham the number 21 uh philip martian and the number 72 and of course james mccann the guy who no, caused the Ma- red flag
0: martian's out because he was part unless he's gone behind, the he wall might have gone behind the wall because he was parked right in front of us in that blue car yep uh, in that white car, excuse white car.
1: Me. you are correct but he's not out on the track so it would have had to have been uh back to the garage just made Jeremy Shaw a very happy man, John. More power. You gave him power.
0: He's always out the power.
1: Oh, pit lane speeding! Come on, guys. Uh, car number 82 is the first of ours to come back down. That's Marco Scaroni, plus 12, which means that is a stop and go penalty. Uh, he's that's just gonna, stopped that's gonna in his pit him. box.
0: I think that's going to cost him a chance to do a flying lap.
1: And now he's being told he can go. So he didn't actually serve it in the penalty box. He did it in his pit box. Scott Noble is the other violator. Plus two, warning.
0: Yeah. Uh, he's going to have to hustle.
1: Yeah, he's not going to. Well, he might make it around.
0: Yeah, but he's going to have to he's hustle. He's going to have
1: to really hustle. Yeah, you're right on that. Um, Michael McCarthy is setting personal best lap times. Sector one and sector two. Let's see if that helps him improve. His best lap time was 150.189. There's P.J. Hyatt, Efren Castro.
0: Oh, Efren goes quickest again and takes back that top spot in Pro-Arm. 14th overall, 150.2 ahead of P.J. Then Alan Metney in Pro-Arm. In Arm, Scott Noble still holds an advantage over John Goetz. And in third, Mark Kwame, fourth, Grady Willingham. And at the top, Jason Hart, Michael Cooper, Will Martin, Alex Sedgwick, Tom Sargent, and Ryan Yardley, your top six, have half a second between them.
1: Why has Riley Dickinson, there we go. I was just gonna say, why is Riley Dickinson not gone fastest? Oh, he did. Uh, Not a great Sector 1, personal best Sector 2, overall best Sector 3. The bar has been lowered to a 148.905 instead of the 933 of Jason Hart. Michael Cooper is still in third.
0: Just two drivers in the 48s again now. It's Michael Mccann improved last time around. 0.028 of a second between first and second. Scott Noble increases his grip or tightens his grip, should I say, in that number 10 NDK Motorsports car in the AM class with a 150.9 one 4 Nine, 14, another good portion number.
1: Nice, nice. Uh, we've got Dan Clark back into the pit lane once again. That's going to be his session done, so not going to see an improvement. 16th
0: in pro and 19th overall. I'm still not convinced that Nola Sport uh, race, Nichols' car is doing everything that it should. They missed pretty much all of the first session. I think they got five or six out and in laps in, but there was an awful lot of tinkering going on with that car.
1: Purple Sector 1, Purple Sector 2 for Riley Dickinson. Just wants to prove to the rest of the field that he is still the leader of all of them as he holds the championship lead coming into today's race. Michael McCann is improving as well, though. So I'm going to keep an eye out for that number 8 machine from McCann Racing. See if they can uh, pull up a little bit. And indeed, into third, overall best Sector 3. Let's see what Riley has to say about that Purple Time belonging to someone else. There goes Alan Metney across the line. Does not improve. Stays third. Where's Riley? There he is. Yes. 148-336. So now he's almost six-tenths clear the rest of the field until Michael McCann goes through and gets it by two-tenths. So it's Riley Dickinson ahead of Michael McCann, Jason Hart, Tom Sargent, Michael McCarthy, and then Michael Cooper.
0: Ten seconds remaining, so all of those people you've mentioned will get another go around.
1: Yep. Who will be the first car to see the checkered flag is four, three, two, one. checkers? Checkered flag. And it is Nick Bull, who is the first car to see the checkered flag. Dan Clark's gone back out.
0: Stefan Radzinski goes through. Oh. He will be no better than 26th overall, 19th in class. There's Jason Hart going through, doesn't improve. But only just, he's best of 48.933 and he's put in a 48.939 there. Oh, wow. So third at the moment for Jason Hart in MDK Motorsports, Michael Cooper. Again, doesn't improve. Accelerating Motorsports then fifth position for the number 933. Next coming through, look to the right-hand side. There goes Travis Wiley uh, in the 77. P.J. Hyatt going through, doesn't improve. Really tight gaps. Oh, there is an improvement. Efren Castro in Pro-Am goes back to the top. For Kelly Moss, 150.124. P.J. Hyatt in second in Pro-Arm. Alan Metney in third now. Then Mozyreski and Jeff
1: Mosing, both still out on the circuit. Riley's still on another good lap. Not personal best sector times, but they are still better than anything anyone else has done. Jake
0: Pedersen improves on his last lap. For Raiden Racing, 18th in the Pro-Class, 150.9. And a whole bunch of improvements lower down Scott Noble didn't improve it was a slow lapse from him John Getz did and got within a tenth but hasn't been able to nick back to the top of the AM standings 151.006 and then Mark Kwame with a 151.093 right in behind the top three in
1: AM separated by just on a tenth and a half wow that was a very exciting end of the session uh, most impressive driver for you, John?
0: That's a tough one. I, I think probably Scott Noble in the arm class. Yeah. Uh, he's done a good job there. Um, also, got to mention the great battle that was going on between Efren Castro, PJ Hyatt, and Alan Metney in pro arm. Uh, Riley Dickinson doing what Riley Dickinson does. Yeah. Two tenths of a second at the end, you know, that's one of the biggest gaps we've seen. And. Um, Good job by Michael McCann in second from McCann Racing. He had four tenths ahead of Jason Hart in third, who was a tenth ahead of Tom Sargent in fourth. Four one thousandths of a second between Sargent and Michael McCarthy. 0.026 between McCarthy and Cooper. Then a tenth and a half between Cooper and Will Marden. Alex Sedgwick, another two tenths further back in eighth. Ninth, Ryan Yardley, and tenth, Sean Varwig, the top ten separated by just over one and a quarter, just on one and a quarter seconds. Next time we see these cars, it will be tomorrow and they will be qualifying for the Porsche Deluxe Carrera Cup North America. Share Adam was alongside me, John Hindoff in the Global Broadcast Centre and we'll have live sound and vision coverage, free no blocks, no breaks. go to imsaradio.com or imsa.tv We'll have it all for you across the weekend of the six hours here at Watkins Glen International on IMSA Radio and IMSA TV. This programme is a radio show limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.